0: Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-hosts, Ryan and Nick. New year, new you, same
1: garbage. I'm back and you can't keep me down. <laughs> That's pretty
2: yeah.
0: This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. <laughs> no, they're not. They are not. They're not. <laughs> not, not. 2021, here I come. So <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> context, yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> oh yes. All right. As always, we'll start off with a little bit of movie news. Uh so one thing that did drop on, I think it was January 1st was WandaVision. We got a new trailer for that. Mm, um, okay, so for I missed they, that. Yeah, so... I missed that, too. Is that worth my time? I feel like we're getting too much information Not now. Not really. I think it's just too much oh, information okay. because it's coming out. It's dropping January 15th, so in a couple weeks from now. Nice, and nice. And so they showed some stuff. Like, they mentioned the Avengers in the trailer, and uh, I forget what's her name. She's going to be playing Agnes in there, the chick from uh, Step Brothers. Catherine been, Han. Yes, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, a weird cast call. Yeah. When I
2: found out she was in it,
0: I was kind of blown away by that. Yeah. I don't totally get how that's going to work. I like it, though. I'm fine with it. I think she...
1: Yeah, a lot of weirdness. Real quick, side tangent. I know I mentioned that I watched uh, Elf last episode. Did you know that the mom from Step Brothers yeah. is an elf? Yeah. And she played the exact same character, essentially. Yeah, Will Ferrell's
0: mom. Yeah, that's, yeah, her, that's it her whole funny, career. But. I just, I just
1: wanted to say that.
0: Go back to it. WandaVision. Oh, yeah, WandaVision, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you really didn't miss much. I mean, it's two weeks before. I don't write, I don't know why we need a trailer, but you kind of see a little bit that they're not sure like exactly where they're at, but they do mention the Avengers. And then you have mm. the uh, Stay Golden uh. Pony Girl, Stay Golden Pony Boy Girl from Step Brothers. That's, that's Mary okay. Steenburgen, the lovely uh, Ted Danson's
2: wife, right? She's, she's great in everything. That's uh, Elf's mom, oh, Elf Will Bar- Bar- yeah, yeah, mom. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm like, <laughs> what ask- are you talking about? Let- but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask this question now. I don't listen to what you guys <laughs> said. Uh, let me ask this question. What happens if WandaVision is bad? What does that mean for like Disney Plus and Marvel? I mean, they got a kind of, lot it's of It's a weird trip. one to be, the, to be the first one, right? The front runner? Yeah
0: yeah kind of weird. I mean, I it needs
2: to be good yeah <laughs> kind of does right there's some pressure on there i think
0: yeah there definitely is but i don't i don't think it's gonna be bad if anything i think it's gonna be weird and it's gonna be mixed and i think that's like the the worst thing that's gonna happen it's just gonna have mixed, mixed yeah. reviews.
2: that's probably a sweet spot i think it could be okay uh i suppose if it's like just okay but it, like some people love it some people hate it that's probably fine yeah but if it gets like totally panned that's pretty bad for disney so can and I, Marvel specifically.
1: So can I ask you guys a question? Who would you want to see in WandaVision that hasn't been shown in the trailers?
2: <laughs> uh, bring the Quicksilver. Quicksilver and everything. He's, he's pro- <laughs> you know what? I bet you he's in it. That's Aaron, what's his name? Aaron Taylor-Johnson or yeah. something like that? Yeah, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, yeah, yeah.
0: For Taylor-Johnson, no, yeah. he's yeah. anyway. a lot, yeah. <laughs>
2: but I want the other Quicksilver bring the other
0: Quicksilver from Days of
2: Future Past oh Evan Evan Peters
0: yeah both of them yeah Evan
2: Peters he's better
0: (laughs) (laughs) you could maybe I mean maybe but I I would like to see Quicksilver just because you know, we talk about the whole consequences thing in the Marvel universe, but it's like, that's yeah. like the one thing yeah. that's been. consistent Out the window. right yeah. now. Like yeah. silver it's over is now. dead. He's gone. He was only in that. He was only in one movie. He's dead. He's By gone. bullets. No it's less. Right. I My mean, bullets. Nobody <laughs> dies from
2: bullets. Not even the <laughs> Fury. You think he'd it, be trapped <laughs> in bullets,
0: but Hey, I guess <laughs> not.
2: not. Apparently not. So, yeah. Evan Peters was. Yeah. Evan Peters. Yeah. He was. So, but a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, now, I don't know. Is there an Avenger that you want to see?
0: Like, is there somebody you want to, like, have a cameo this season that's important? Oh, that's important. Um, I don't know. Because we don't even know what's going on. Because, obviously, it's reality warping. So, we don't know who would fit in that. I mean, maybe Bruce Banner would if he's trying to save Wanda. I mean, if if they're going to include that. And I'm always... I'm always wondering too, are they going to start introducing like actual mutants in the WandaVision series? Because she is a mutant. And now that they have those rights, they can start, you know, using the word mutant. How about uh, Magneto?
2: And Maybe that's yeah, a way to go. Yeah.
0: Magneto or even like Professor X, I think would be a good call to do that. And is Magneto going to be her dad. Probably. I don't know. I mean, mm. if they're going to include the X-Men, you know, in the Marvel universe, eventually, I mean, you'd have to have that in there. Wouldn't you? Cause I mean, it makes sense, I... right? Like,
1: well was there was a storyline in comic books where they were trying to make Magneto not their parents anymore it's, because yeah. he was gonna have like an affair with her or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. So it, <laughs> oh, it's been weird. weird. Yeah.
0: It's been <laughs> it's been weird with comic it books. Gets because, weird. Um, it gets weird. <laughs> it's normally she is Magneto's daughter, but there are some versions where she's not Magneto's daughter, she's someone else's daughter. Um and of course yeah, like yeah. usually her and Quicksilver have always I think they're usually twins too and there's even been some comic yeah. lines where they have like a relationship also comics are weird don't you know they're yeah yeah they are. there then it's crap <laughs> they could be it's whatever you head. want yeah, this is exactly, a great interlude so. it's a great interlude to Wonder Woman
2: 84 where I feel like it should get credit for leaning toward the weirdness and instead it's kind of getting panned not enough incest like. that's what some people would say I wouldn't
0: say that but some people would
2: so but. incest and riding lightning I mean that's really what you want in your comic yeah, you know what there's not <laughs> enough
0: riding lightning really
2: not <laughs> enough incest what are you talking about if it works for you, Game like, of
0: Thrones, it works for anything else. Right, Everyone knows come on. that. Yeah. Game Nick, of Thrones
2: crushed that.
1: They got the corner on that. Nick, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> There's practically zero incest in this movie.
0: <laughs> Obviously yeah, you're right? not a golfer. <laughs> I, and I know that's like a thing. When you have twins, it's like you have twins and then it's twin cess. And so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I think that's who they can include. I mean, I'm curious how it's gonna go, and I think I don't think it's gonna be bad if anything. I think it's going to be weird and it's just going to have kind of mixed signals. And I think that's fine, but they've got a bunch of other shows that are coming out over on Disney Plus And that's where Disney's putting all their money at right now is over on, you know, streaming. So I think, I think it's going to do just okay. If not like a little bit better. So, but yeah, and I been- think
2: the, the, the war of 2020, I started to cut you out. The war of 2020 is more of what is going to happen with these budgets, right? So wonder woman is an expensive budget. Tenet was an expensive budget. Presumably neither one, or it's going to be very tight on both of those if they get their money back. And how do we gauge how they get their money back on HBO Max or Disney Plus? Now Disney commits to putting a lot of money into these expensive TV shows to try to keep uh, subscribers for Disney Plus after the free year. Now people hanging on or not? I think the question is like, if the vaccine works and people can start transitioning to the movie theater, will they go? And I don't. I think we have some positive signs for movie theaters, but I don't think we know the answer to that quite yet.
1: I really think that. Looking at it, these companies that have been teaming up with HBO Max and Netflix and Hulu and all that, like I think that's where they're going to make their money. They're they're going to team up with like uh, T-Mobile or AT and T, and they're saying, "Hey, we can provide a uh, a service that." will force people to want to uh, go to T-Mobile or go to AT&T. Yeah, bundles. These yeah. giant bundles, you know. Yeah, and I don't think it's just bundles with other like streaming services. I think it's with specific companies that provide a service and that will be incentive mm-hmm. enough saying, hey, there's so many people that would want to have uh, HBO Max, but they don't want to pay for it. You already provide a service that they would want and this is motivation for them to get it. I, I think that's what we're gonna, they're going to get. I used money. to
2: wonder like why they would want to bundle all these things together, why you would, uh, T-Mobile would want you on a family plan when it's probably more beneficial for everybody to be on their own plan. And it's because the more you bundle together, the harder it is to leave that company, leave that service. Yeah, it kind of yeah. insulates you in. And I think that works overall. The question is like, even to like regular TV and Directv and regular cable, or is it going to be, there's going to be so much available on one of these services that essentially Directv goes away or Cox cable or whatever your cable provider goes away. I don't know if we're i mean is that coming sooner than i think it is I, i've never really thought that was that soon but i'm starting to think like yeah we probably are getting really close to that
0: yeah because you got everyone who's running to get their own streaming you know content and also building from that like even now to, it's like a race yeah so it's, it's like a, four uh, <laughs> or five big companies I you got amazon
2: they, i think they throw them in there apple tv throw them in there yeah. hbo disney uh netflix the one that, that's the big five yeah that's that's kind well, of Hulu, the big i think five. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu's Hulu. a big Hulu, player Yeah, who's
0: right? a big player but you had what the office just left netflix but because it's part of what cbs or nbc i think and it's going onto to their streaming site so you literally yeah, had, peacock. yeah peacock yeah there there you go which i have not watched but, one second of yeah yet. and it's kind of <laughs> like you know the office is great for re-watching but it's kind of like do i really want to sign up for peacock or whatever Yeah, and all the other weird shows that they have you know it's just I mean, if it was dirt cheap, maybe, but, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. At- we well, you know
2: CBO, uh, CBS, uh, what is it? All CBS access. All yeah, access. Yeah, access? Yeah, that's, that's first that's of all, terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> Still hate that. Two years later, whatever. And it did not get my money. No chance. <laughs>
1: They're getting the stand, though, Nick. Don't you want to see yeah. the stand?
2: <laughs> I kind of do want to see that, to say the truth, yeah,
1: but... What Look at Quibi. Quibi also, what what is that? No one, oh, no one knows Quibi. No,
0: uh, <laughs> I can't spell it. Don't know what Quibi, it is. <laughs> so Quibi is done. So Quibi went bankrupt and everything. So Quibi was like, oh, we're going to sure? design. Yeah, they're done. They're, they went bankrupt. Oh, wow. So wow. You can still catch some of their shows and everything, but they went to the side of like, we're going to do streaming content, but it's just going to be meant for people watching stuff off their phone. So they formatted everything to where you can watch huh. TV shows or movies and that's just the like the only place funding. that
1: you could watch it too. Yeah, you can't, there's
2: no set-top box that provides you can't put Quibi. it on your fire stick or anything like that. No, no I, I don't know. So. Let think me ask so. you this: like, is, there, is that something you guys do? You guys are a little younger than I am. I can't watch something on my phone, not unless like I'm on a subway or like there's a reason I have to do it. Yeah, but do you watch stuff just
0: on your phone? Yeah, you can watch stuff on your phone. Yeah. No, but, but do you, I do. do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, wow. I watch stuff on my phone. Usually, it's a uh, like your <laughs> eyesight is much better than mine. <laughs> Not for long, Nick. Not for long. Not after that. Can't yeah. so. wait till you get old. <laughs> uh, usually, with like movies or TV shows, if I'm gonna put something on my phone, it's got to be something I have I've seen before, and it's just background noise. That's really about it. It's just background yeah. noise, and it's on there or it's with me, and I'm traveling and I'm watching something. But usually, it's a TV show. But hey, we're things. talking
2: about Wonder Woman 1984. There's a lot of like film scores that can kind of go on. And on on those some of those just score only soundtracks and i think this is another one that hans zimmer really nails um so i have put that stuff on but i've never really like watched a tv show or movie just on my phone it's kind of weird
1: That's yeah fine. i I hate watching
0: stuff on my phone. It's it,
1: like, it's something that I will do occasionally, but I just hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, other movie news I got. So the flash, you know, that movie everybody forgets about. Oh, what do you got? Out. We got something yeah. new. I'm excited right. for this. So we got a release date for it right now. It is November 4th, 2022. So that wow. is, uh, wow. yeah, seems that, so that is, far away. Yeah. I know, right? So, <laughs> so that is something where you know, because we were supposed to get that flash movie. I think I remember hearing about it in 2017, because that's like right after, of course, uh, BBS. I think. And we were mm-hmm. supposed to be getting that. You think? I think either in 2018 or 2019. And they have I haven't... think the
2: earliest release was 2019.
0: Yeah, I think that was the earliest
1: was the one. Earliest but it was probably cut. like first quarter 2019. Is it, is like it that. still going to be with? Uh, is it Ezra? Is yeah. that a, the, yeah, Ezra with, Miller? Uh, okay. Ezra
0: Miller, and also too, it's got Andy Muschetti from the It chapter movie. Correct. So, uh, yep. Chapter, yep. chapter not two. Left so, yet. Although there were rumors. Yeah, there were rumors. So, <laughs> so he's is there. he going to...
1: Is yeah. he gonna choke slam someone? Oh yeah, no. he's definitely gonna choke a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is one where because they we all through... have our struggles. <laughs> <laughs> one of them just happens to be choke slamming fans, but that's okay. I don't condone any of that behavior. I'm so, just so that is one with the flash. Focus movie. on the writing. <laughs> that's funny too because they had like a couple different page one rewrites with the flash movie. They've gone through multiple directors and all yeah. that stuff and it's still, But you like Maschetti. I, yeah, I think Maschetti, right? Yeah, and Muschietti, I think that yeah. he's the uh
2: he's probably the right person that they landed on. He's the third one I think, but I I hope he hangs on mm-hmm. because I think he can give it kind of that darker tone that it probably needs, right?
0: Yeah, cuz right now it still looks I don't like need uh, Michael Keaton's going to be in it and cuz they're still going to be in doing like the Flashpoint Paradox, but And
2: by all accounts, at least the script that people have seen say that he plays like a fairly big role. So if it's Flashpoint Paradox, he's sort of the uh what is that character? He's sort of like the, the the shepherd that sort of guides the Flash on his journey, right? So I think that could work out. At least I'd be excited to see that.
1: I don't think that the Flash needs to be dark. Like, we've already had so many dark DC um, movies. I, I would want to see- A lot see- of those Flash comics. I mean, you guys are more comic friendly than I am. They're pretty dark. Ah. Uh, th- I don't know Flash is well the Flash that I know his his personality is more witty and fun and like I, I don't know I, I could see it being comedic but I, I don't think we need another dark DC movie
0: I think you could go like the lighter route with Flash but because you're strictly like we're going to do Flashpoint I think it kind of has to be dark at that point because mm-hmm. Flashpoint okay. is supposed to be like yeah, that specific you know, story second, line. I second, agree second that, to yeah. worst timeline that you could possibly and I don't mean like and- Zack and-
2: Snyder brooding Martha Dark you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. you
0: could go like three <laughs> shades lighter than that and still be dark <laughs> just a little bit lighter but also a little bit darker at the same time like Mar-a. can you give me that
1: like <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind the same tone as like shazam or something like that maybe a little uh, bit of color, that's a little too more light, color, too really? light.
0: So? really
2: yeah i think shazam has that corner let shazam be that you know and i think wonder woman's kind of light too i i don't think that, again Look, Flash can be light, as Tyler suggested, but not this particular story. If you are taking on this story, it should be a little darker. Yeah. And I would say,
0: too, like when this was coming out, I'm like, is this too soon to do the, you know, to do the Flashpoint and possibly hit like a reset? But also, too, this has been delayed and we don't know what's going on with, I guess, even just with the Snyderverse in general, because this is the next bit of movie news where it was too soon to do
2: Batman v Superman. I mean,
0: DC does not care about too soon. Yeah. (laughs) Zack Snyder does not care about too soon. But um, there's been a couple things trending. Where, like, one of them, of course, you have restore, restore the Snyderverse, where they want to kind of wipe away, I guess, Josh Whedon's movie out of continuity or just go strictly oh with just. And Snyder. that will get and, worse if, if the HBO thing works out, yeah. which we're not sure. And yet. so yeah. the other thing, too, is where you have Jared Leto is clamoring for an air cut for the Suicide Squad. Because there was a lot of stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor uh, with his Joker stuff yeah. and he's talked about it before where he's filmed a bunch of stuff in that Suicide Squad movie where they could have made a Joker movie and it just all ended up on the cutting room floor and they all blame Warner Brothers but you know it's just ever since you had the, you know, the hashtag release the Snyder cut, everyone's trying to go for a different cut of a movie to be Why is if they don't so like scary it. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it <laughs> because so Because they big broke. They, they're giving the Snyder fans the Snyder cut. and so no, Yeah, kidding. exactly. Yeah. You give so, them an inch, they're going to want a little yeah. bit more. Although
2: I don't know if there's anything that could fix Suicide Squad. I will say Enchantress or whatever the heck that Carla Della Nuiv yeah. character is. That is the worst part about that movie. And when Joker just sort of disappears after the helicopter crash, It's really nonsensical. Um, I don't know that I would want an air cut, or I'm certainly not riding for an air cut, kind of different than Justice League. The circumstances are different. I remember David Ayer himself coming out, and you have to own what you say, and saying, no, this is my cut. This is what I wanted out. Once you say that, it's hard to go back. And he backtracked like five times since then. And that, A, makes me like David Ayer less, and B, just makes that stupid movie more annoying. And then he made
0: Bright the greatest movie of yeah. all time and yeah. everything which did fine. better.
2: It was it was uh, you know on balance it was better than Suicide Squad even though it wasn't that good either. <laughs> that dealt with racism
0: guys, all right? Yeah. And that's an important, it's got important, important moments. Uh, theme. Wait, you're telling <laughs> you me know, magic about... wands. I'm all about magic wands. Right? Wait. <laughs> what about fairy tale rights? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Shrek did that way better. Shrek? Yeah. you probably right about that. Movie. but <laughs> Shrek is an awesome movie. But anyways, yeah, yeah like yeah. with with the whole aircut I don't think I see as it's not as popular of course as like with the Snyder cut and even still like you got Jared, Loto, Jared Leto's Joker he's going to be in you know the part the three parter four parter series that he's getting for the Snyder cut that, you I know? think that's
2: the win and, let that
0: be the win yeah. you know not another air cut or and whatever. you know you could still I'm still curious what they're going to do with this universe, but, you know, it's like, are they going to have, you know, two kind of timelines going on? And we're not sure what's happening after the Snyder cut, but we were getting so. So let me go. ask
2: you, Tyler, you care about these characters, I know, um, and I know Producer Ryan cares about the DC Universe characters. I care about the DC Universe characters. We already have seen how messy this all is. We've seen the Patty Jenkins stuff, seen the David Ayer stuff. We've certainly got a lot of the Zack Snyder sense of the whole thing. Because of the messiness of it, it, yeah, I get it. It would be a great thing to do the Flashpoint Paradox because it's a reset tool. It's just a storyline that sort of works for the reset. Is that what you want? Or do you just want like a hard reboot that like Matt Reeves and the Batman might give us? I
0: don't know. <laughs> yeah. You I know, mean, I, I, would, I, I, really I don't know. Tell, yeah. And I think I said so messy. I like, can't keep track of it. You yeah. Know? You know, because I think I'd be fine, you know, because it is so messy. It's kind of like, well, why even kind of keep track of it other than just we know... Matt Reeves is kind of doing his separate thing. And I guess if the Snyder Cut does really well, why not just see what else you can do with that universe? You know, can you have two universes going at the same time? And it's kind of like, well, it's always been messy with, you know, Fox's X-Men and all the different companies and Sony.
1: And because it's been so messy and so disjointed, honestly... I really don't care about the continuity anymore. I don't care. Like I, I look at these movies as, Oh, it's it, not maybe
2: less so continuity producer, Ryan, maybe like, do you care about, um, Gal Gadot's wonder woman? Do you care about, I do. Uh, James I care, Wan's Aquaman? do you I, care I, about these specific characters. I, Jason I, I care Momoa? about those
1: specific characters, but I still look at each movie now as its own thing. If they happen to have some sort of like overlapping themes or they have a, what is that? Um, like, uh, Crossover yeah, events and things yeah. of this nature. If yeah. they happen to have something like that, then that'll be interesting. That'll be cool. But for the most part, each movie is just standalone because I really don't care about this overarching universe that they're trying to build
0: and failing at.
1: Speaking yeah.
0: Of, yeah. Kind of standalone stories, are you guys ready to get into Wonder Woman 1984? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. So immediately I'm going to ask this Relax. question. What do you think? Uh, when you
2: want to come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think 80s nostalgia grab or what or did it kind of hit that fine line where it walked I'm, a good I'm, gonna, I'm and... gonna
2: complain right off the bat about this one thing the score of this movie is beautiful I love the score I've downloaded on my iPod right but where the heck we like we needed at least two more 80s songs I don't know why we missed that opportunity they were missing like at least you I think we got one and we needed like three maybe
1: four I, I agree with you there's a lot of things that like you, Missed opportunity. You could, have, you could have not told me that it was in, in the 80s, and I wouldn't even known. Like, there's all these certain things yeah, that they kind of... I don't know about that, but Well, yeah. like, you know, the technology was, like, put down and stuff like that, but for the most part... Like the fashion. Yeah, the fashion, but... <laughs> oh, I forgot okay. that you dress
2: the same way. You like the parachute pants, and you have those weird belts. You got the ascot. I always forget. Okay, and uh, we'll, we'll
1: get into the cliches. We'll definitely get into that, and the multiple setups for no apparent reason, but there's a lot of times where i just kind of forgot that it's oh it's an 80s movie oh, is that what it's supposed to be because all right i don't want to make this comparison to um captain marvel but at least captain marvel leaned into it a little more they added uh, the soundtrack and stuff like that and maybe a little bit too much but at the same time with wonder woman 1984 with 1984 right in the title they didn't lean into it enough yeah I-
2: I think it's a little bit different. I would go like uh, Captain Marvel leans in too much. You know, don't go chasing waterfalls a little bit too loud. And then Wonder Woman goes a little too less. I think they both miss the sweet spot of like Stranger Things or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's true. And even like what you said, Ryan, like 84 is literally in the title and it feels like they just kind of were able to put the 80s in there so they could do that kind of fish out of water, fish out of water story again. But this time, of course, with Chris Pine's character. I don't totally agree with that point.
2: I also I actually think there was more. I know the movie gets panned a little bit and I think it is poorly edited and the story flow has some problems. But I do think like the culture of the 80s and this the answer is always more culture is so important to the storyline. I think that's what it was. But you had an opportunity to put some fun stuff in there. You were definitely trying to have fun in this movie and you kind of missed a couple of a couple notes. That's all.
0: Yeah, I mean, and well,
1: there, there were some themes that I agree with you that there are things that it hit that, okay, yes, that is definitely eighties. But also when you say something like uh, wanting more, some of the themes are just prevalent with whatever error. They're, they're just like, you could, you could throw that into nineties and be like, oh, yeah, that was, that was a theme of the nineties or in the two thousands, that was a theme of, of the two thousands. There are certain things that I really wish they kind of hit a little harder like with the technology they made a few jokes about it like wow what a time to be alive but they didn't like go deep into it like maybe with the cell phones or something or maybe with showing more of those big tube televisions i I don't know if they wanted to bring about that nostalgia factor which captain marvel did very heavily then they should have just pushed
0: it a little more life is good but it can be better. <laughs> you know, I think that's about as like 80s vibe as I think it like they were trying to go for is just the whole, yeah. you know, capitalism more and more like why yeah, not go for yeah. no more. That's and, I agree. And, and I, think, I think it works. Yeah. Honestly,
2: I think it works. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and Pedro Pascal, uh, you know, maybe his most impressive performance to date, at least from my eyes that I've seen so far,
0: I liked him a lot. We talking about, I love narcos. He's great in that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and I think that's where like kind of more like not so much nostalgia, but more of that, just that 80s theme, like just in that era with the whole wanting more and go for more and more. And I think I, I like Max Lord's character, this least with Pedro Pascal. I think it's, I think it's good. Like as far as like a villain, I do like, as far as there's other things I don't like about this movie, but I like how they kind of went back to like comic book villains. Why is he doing this for money and power and stuff like that? Not just comic
2: book villains, but like comic book colors, comic book, like uh, powers. We're always complaining that they don't show certain powers. And I I think like, you know, some people compared it to Spider-Man three. I had started reading the reviews after I wrote mine. I'm not so sure that's the case. I don't think it's overstuffed. Maybe you don't get everything you want from Barbara Minerva's Cheetah, but I think there's enough there. The way they commingle that it kind of worked for me.
1: I really like Max Lord. I think he's a really good character. His archetype, his arc it was really good. Super manic, you yeah. Know, super manic performance. And like he sets up his rules for his character, which I really like. Um, And and it kind of sticks to it. But there's there's certain things that are like really are really golden in this movie. And then there's things that just fall short. So with him, his uh, him as a villain, I thought he was great. His little uh, story arc at the end, which makes him turn his ways around that I wasn't a big fan of. But with Cheetah, like that was a big letdown. I really felt like her character, like Kristen Week is great. I think she's great in the movie. I, she's super cringy. And she looks R- great. Yeah, and she she definitely <laughs> does look shooting. great. But <laughs> I really think that they failed with her character. I, I, like her motivation, uh, as well as her her closure at the end. It just, it, it didn't seem like a complete arc for her the, character. The,
2: the climax is what I, what I agree with you on. I think like her arc is okay. And she gets to do some cool stuff in the sandbox and the transformation, some of the CGI, maybe it's not perfect, but I don't hate it. Um, it's really like how, it, how that, how the fight climax happens. And, you know, I thought that was a little bit wasteful, but Ultimately, like I, I was okay with
0: her performance and her being included in the film. Yes. And I hope she comes back. I actually want to see her again. And kind of spoiler warning too, and I'm pretty, pretty much into spoilers right now is <laughs> we don't, I think we get Cheetah. It's too little too late because we only get her for just that end part of that movie. And then at the very end, which would you know, sort of, like, not even uh, anymore, like, you know, it would
2: give us another opportunity to see her. That's kind of why I want to see more of her, you know, one more chance to see yeah. her and, trans, fully transformed
0: or whatever. And I think that's also, too, like where, you know, you you renounce your wish. It's like, did really everybody you know kind of renounced their wish you know at that time and frame because there was a lot of people making wishes like you're telling me that a guy in the 80s who wished for a mountain of cocaine renounced his wish <laughs> of a mountain of cocaine you know it's like yeah. well, well, maybe not, I, not everybody that's not <laughs> enough to science perfect you
1: know that's not there's just, a few people that didn't do it that's not gonna pull the <laughs> cocaine out of his bloodstream yeah but talking about so that fight scene man was that bad I like you guys can feel free to disagree with me, but it just didn't do anything for her character. She was cheetah for what? Okay. All 10 well, minutes? Let's,
2: uh, there are things that we can quibble about. <laughs> Let me give you the numbers and then we'll go about what we okay. liked about it and what we didn't like I'm about it. Because I know far it's, a, it's, ahead. it's a pretty long film and there's a lot to cover <laughs> no, here. You're right, Ryan. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the numbers aren't super impactful here because we don't have a ton of data, right? We know the budget is around 200 million. I don't actually know how much it needs to make to break even. I would assume 400, 450 at least. Um, We know that there was a lot of advertising budget because it was drawn out and delayed for so much. So, uh opening weekend, it's the best opening weekend of COVID. We've heard that around 16-17 million dollars US. It's got around 85 million worldwide so far. I think next week's numbers are coming out very soon. It might be in like the 150-170 range. Uh underperformed a little bit in China. So, but then it also brought, I don't know, 10 million people to HBO Max supposedly. I don't know if we have exact numbers on that also. Uh critics did not like it that much. Early reviews as usual the DC universe were very positive and then it sort of took a step back once it hit the wide-open release on December 25th. Critics gave it 61%, and the audience, anybody want to guess?
0: Probably like 70, 74, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, 74% is where it's sitting oh, right wow. now. I, I know, didn't even right? look it up so, here. Yeah. <laughs> I did not look it up <laughs> earlier, wow. So, the, so even though it's a little bit complicated on how we sort of deem this a success or not, those are the numbers.
1: It hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time.
2: (laughs) Welcome to the future. Life is good, but
0: it can be better. And why
1: shouldn't it
2: be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. Steve. take what I want in return
0: everyone will see all right yeah I mean I could see that where not everyone's gonna like this This is what critics have around like a 60 percent right 61 yeah when I first read
2: it I was around 65 so it's dropped a little bit more after that uh, Mm -hmm.
0: me watching it like there was definitely a lot of things like in this movie that I just kind of let go, where I just like, okay, I'll give you a pass on that, and I'll give you a pass on that. But yeah, I, a
2: lot like um, Aquaman. I think of Aquaman, which is a movie that's got a ton of problems, but I let them go because it's so colorful and I'm sort of having a good time. I feel like this deserves yeah. that same then kind this, of this right know, here. Credit.
0: And I don't think it's. I think that's like kind of a fair, accurate score for it, like around the 70s or even like the 60s too, as well. But this definitely felt like a very early 2000s comic book movie. I agree. <laughs> a, it feels like <laughs> Spider Man
2: one yeah. more than it feels like Spider Man three to it me. D- yeah. It
0: feels like it feels kind of find its way a little bit. Yeah. It feels definitely like your Spider Man twos, and even just a little bit like your Fantastic Fours, Rise of the Silver Surfer, you know. Maybe and, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the kind of vibe I get from it. And I almost just, think
2: there's a nostalgia element to that, to be honest with you. It's not <laughs>
0: Zack Snyder, that's for sure
1: can we talk okay you mentioned it already nick it's two hours and 31 minutes length long. is a problem yeah all right it's, it's and it's, it's not a tight long. 230 it's even not. with
2: the 230 it's got really big narrative issues so that's a problem
1: and you said if you're having fun you're able to like go like yeah. i i fall into that too like you know there's movies that i'm willing to just go with it and have fun with it. But this is a two hour and 30 minute movie, man. How much, like, how much fun am I having? (laughs) Okay, can I say the first, the beginning part, when her showing her in Themyscira again, they really great did, opening sequence, really good opening sequence. I really liked did. it.
2: <laughs> it was a little bit long, I agree, because it was a good like ten minutes before the Wonder Woman credits were came up. But uh, I still liked it a lot, and it was great to see um, uh, Connie Nielsen. You know what I mean? So I, it's hard to Robin Wright and that crew. I, I still liked it. I wouldn't want to get rid of that.
0: Yeah, so I do like that beginning scene. But It's a continuity error because in the first Wonder Woman, she doesn't want her trained and she's training secretly. So, obviously, when she's competing, but she's in this, older. It's, it, no, she doesn't realize she's getting trained until she's an adult in the first Wonder Woman. And so, Is in that this, right? yeah, I don't so think in that's this,
2: necessarily right. Yeah, no, I'm telling <laughs> you,
0: it's uh, at least as far as what I can remember. Yeah, it's she finds out she's training when she's older, you know, and then that's when she takes over when she's already, you know. Gal Gadu in there. So it's kind of that continuity (laughs) where she wasn't supposed to be training, but obviously this shows that she's been training. But the lesson,
2: at least, is a continuity, is is accurate in the continuity. It's the sort of the lie, you know, the idea of like... There's
0: nothing wrong with the lesson. The lesson's great, but uh, continuity is still a continuity error.
1: Now, okay, don't get me wrong. I thought it was great. I, I thought it was cool, but... The payoff for it in the end wasn't all that great. Like see, I like the payoff. And really? I, a lot of people
2: don't and, and I'll tell you why, because my criticism of enough. the first movie I don't think it's strong enough. Right. And I you know what? And I and I, I listen, a lot of people are gonna say that and I get why. We are so used to the giant CGI third act that we are sort of just wired to want that. And I think to sort of scale it down a little bit, yeah, it's a little confusing. The stupid like tornado thing in the middle of the room <laughs> is weird. And her speech, maybe they zoom in a little too close, a little bit too long. But I like that they went that direction rather than just like another sort of Hades monster with a bunch of weird gold armor and CGI flying around. I sort of like that they scaled it back a little bit. I, I'm, I would like more endings to be sort of that kind of emotion, that sort of, less CGI payoff, you know, not the giant fight sequence. Actually, the best fight sequence in the movie is the the uh, convoy. And I think that was great. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't need was. another one it that's was. good enough. That's like the Matrix reloaded <laughs> on the highway.
0: Yeah, so that's my thing. Like with that beginning scene, setting up that theme, like I'm fine with it. And I can make that leap as far as like with that theme, the entire movie, at least with the more wanting more. With me, with the action, uh, the action I thought was just okay. What was worse was the green screen. And especially in that convoy scene where you can obviously tell She's in front of a green screen, probably running in place. At least it looks like she's running in place or she's pushing against something that's not there, you know?
1: When she's flying, same thing. When she's sliding around. I don't know. Some of the effects that they chose to do <laughs> seems very crouching tiger or hidden dragon, where they use wires and all that stuff. It's like Okay,
2: I I like most of it. I will say like the lightning thing was great. I have two important questions for you. So let me let me get the first one out because I think this matters a lot. You guys know I was a huge fan of the first one. And I'm a pretty big fan of Patty Jenkins. Were you okay with Steve Trevor coming back? Were you okay how they played that out? Yeah.
0: I was fine with it. I thought it was a little weird that they did the possession route where he just takes over a random Me guy. Me too. I didn't yeah. see that coming. Yep, I honestly did not see that weird. coming. Oh, oh, <laughs> definitely weird. A little rapey. <laughs> little rapey there too, but that's fine. I mean, we'll allow it. So, the only thing I have with that is just kind of like, you know, she's Wonder Woman and everything, but she's, you know, she's okay letting this guy who's obviously a complete stranger not have a life anymore and just being completely possessed by (laughs) it's it's problematic. But again,
2: she's a problematic character, a character with flaws, and they were kind of leaning into that. And I sort of appreciate that. Also, Chris Pine, great again. And their chemistry is great. And there's a lot of emotion that just worked there. And the way they say goodbye to me just worked yeah. perfectly.
0: Yeah. You know, there is a lot of emotion there. And I think it is a good payoff when you get to see that emotion build and then kind of fall again, you know, with their he's, whole he's encounter. more honorable
2: than her um, for a
1: while there, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. And and
1: like I said earlier, there are moments in this movie that are gold, And I really did like that relationship between Steve and Diana. But watching this movie, I felt like there was too many themes. You guys talk about the theme of more and more and stuff like that whatever like yeah. within the 80s and stuff excess but yeah excess but then they talk about the lies and being truthful nothing good is born from lies um, being true to yourself what like, is greatness <laughs> yeah what is greatness like i there was there were so many themes it's like it, it was just shouting at me from it's so Like there we, was like, this
2: moment the moment where she tries to explain like I just want this one thing. Can I just have this one thing? I thought that was really earnest. And in a superhero movie, that's hard to achieve.
1: And I, I agree with that. Again, everything with like Diana and Steve, I thought worked really well. Even their interactions when he's like the fish out of water, that that uh, they did it again. It's so but, good. Everybody <laughs> but parachutes. <laughs> but but it's still good. I, I Again, it, that's one of the instances where I'm willing to just, Overlook it. Okay, whatever. Uh, Steve is taking over the body of this random dude, and now he's experiencing life all over again. But again, there's certain things that are set up as rules in this movie that are not being followed, and they're they're very blaring towards the end, but we'll get into that once we get yeah, there. Yeah, and...
0: In fact, to the possession thing. Like I get, that's just like the one thing that Diana wants, but also to where, you know, of course you mentioned like, you know, Street Trevor's a little bit more honorable because, you know, obviously he needs to give himself up because of the whole wish factor, but also they don't even he, mention. He gets there
2: so much yeah. faster than her, which is fascinating. Yeah, but
0: mm-hmm. they also don't even mention that, you know, Hey, you're kind of taking over this random guy's body. Yeah. You know, eventually yep. you might have to give it back. Like they don't, they don't ever bring it up. Can like I... they don't ever talk about it. It's just like, no, I, do...
2: I found it. that to be really like, I was uncomfortable. And I think almost like you're supposed to feel a little bit uncomfortable by that, but also like how the world is becoming more and more chaotic as people are making more and more wishes. I sort of liked how like at least I like the idea. I just don't know that I like the execution of that. I will yeah. say the film editor here, Richard Pearson, he helped on uh, Justice League. Um, it's not the original film editor who was Matt Walsh or Martin Walsh who from the first film. I like him a lot better. I really think editing had like, they, they had all this extra time. I don't know if they tinkered with it too much or didn't tinker with it enough. I think there was a good movie in there. They just sort of failed sort of in the editing room a little bit.
1: Okay. Can I ask you guys, so how did they know that you have to renounce your wish in order for it to stop this? It was the well, Mayan guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, did, there was did, it actually. Yeah, you're right. And, actually, and I will say this, it, you guys did, are did, comic fans, right? And you guys are more like um, sort of invested in the lore. I kind of like Wonder Woman more than I thought I would because of this god stuff, and she understands the gods better, seemingly, than anybody else. And I kind of think that there's a lot more from the well that
1: you can pull there. No, I, and that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. But I don't feel like they actually said that. Like they they just got uh, to that. They just got to that idea. And it's funny because while I was watching this movie, it just seemed like after they figured that out, then everyone else knew without having to tell them. Why, how did Cheetah know about all these other things that Steve and Diana just figured out and hasn't really... Well, you asked that
2: yet? question. You know what my question would be? Um, is Pedro... How, how come Max Lord, how did he know about The Rock? How come we never yeah. figured out how we figured out he should be looking for this thing? <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah. yeah
1: there, there's there's certain things that, okay, I, I'm, willing, I'm willing to overlook this and overlook that, but then they start breaking... They, they start bending the rules a little bit more. It's too too much and then starts breaking and I'm like "Why? how are you getting to these conclusions I don't know how you're getting uh, a big thing when how do they know that okay when you're gonna renounce your wish it stops immediately how, like like, and how to renounce your wish you just have to say it verbally you have to say I renounced my wish and it's gone you don't have to actually believe it in your heart like oh, like I, I mean don't,
2: uh, every Freaky Friday movie ever made is a little <laughs> bit wonky I think the point is that you should allow it to be wonky it's not ashamed mm-hmm. of itself Wonder it's Woman it's not ashamed Freaky of itself Friday. yeah Right. Yeah. It's like it's not a shame to the invisible jet, the riding the <laughs> lightning or the flying, any of the weird shit. So I think like in that way, it leads in. It leads it leans into all that. And I and I challenge Tyler here because he likes those cartoon movies a lot and those cartoon movies are unashamed also and I, I wonder if we shouldn't be giving it more credit for trying stuff like that.
1: But I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the invisible village. Like honestly, when she's like, oh, I think I can I do this. It. like she gives a bit of background to kind of set the parameters of this rule that her dad did it in Themyscira or whatever and so she's able to do it. Fine. That's okay. If she's like, ride the lightning, you just gotta feel it and then she shoots her her lasso, I'm fine with it. That's cool. But when they establish the rules of like, okay, you need to renounce your wish and stuff. And what gets undone by renouncing your wishes? Okay, all of a sudden... That was all unclear. The, yeah, all of the <laughs> missiles disappear. And That's why even- <laughs> we need the flat point paradox. Yeah. <laughs> Clear <laughs> the
2: deck again. But,
1: yeah. but all the rioting is still there. Like, is that woman... <laughs> Is that woman that died? Is she? I didn't want my dead? cows in this
0: park. <laughs> <but laughs> do when they do the the whole like trying when they they do the explanation that is straight from a horror movie. Any horror movie you watch, they have a guy, yeah, they oh, find a guy, exposition <laughs> yeah, exactly. So an exposition with a crazy eye. Yeah, and so they give the exposition dump as far as like, okay, you need to renounce your wish, or it's because of the Mayans or the Aztecs or whatever it was, right? Say Candyman three times. I think, and I think that's kind of where they set that up, of course, and also too, like I would have liked to see a. bit more backstory as far as like how you know max lord you know actually found out about the rock or how he came to knowing about the rock and I'm fine with them digging a little uh, bit more into that more yeah. You know, as far as like there's well, all I these- ask you
2: guys all the time questions and unanswered questions, right? That was offensive that they didn't answer that question. By the end of it, I was like, it's a pretty long movie. I'm good with that one. I'm a little I'm go? a little
0: more curious about it. I mean, I I would be a little bit more curious as far as like how is it that he's able to find out about this rock, even though he's mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning they like find the sketches
2: it. on his desk. I thought there'd be another minute, but nope, they just move on. Yeah, they don't move <laughs> on. So
0: I mean, it's fine that they don't answer it. I would have liked an answer, but also too, like we talk kinda of about consequences like is there kind of consequences as this movie? Because at the end, you know, he renounces his wish, but for whatever reason, he gets flown back to Washington, D.C., yeah, even though all yeah. his power is gone. And then he finds it thing <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like, That's well, what to happens it. to Max Lord? Because, you know, he's kind of sort of responsible of all this. And also, can you actually like prove that he did it? And another thing is everyone in the DC universe remembers this day in 1984, where whatever they wish came to life, you know, or came true. And then all of a sudden nukes just disappeared from the sky, you know, and then that's it. They never talk yeah. about it like ever again, you know. And yeah, that's, prob-
2: so- that's problematic of the shared universe. But like, I-, I think Wonder Woman more than any of the other films, and we'll see what happens with the Matt Reeves film. I don't think of it more like a shared universe. When she shows up in Justice League, it's kind of weird, and it doesn't feel like the same as the thing that happens in Wonder Woman—the same timeline, the same sort of universe. There, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I wasn't totally offended by it, but clearly that's a problem.
1: One thing I didn't really like also is that why it has to spell out certain things to the audience when the invisible jet comes in. Steve has to say an invisible jet, like, you you didn't have to tell me that this was gonna happen. Like, uh, with the whole renouncing a wish, they had to spell it out for the audience. Why couldn't they just have, like, an instance where someone accidentally renounces their wish and then it happens right in front of their eyes? Like, I would've been happy with that. If they showed that, the words come out of their mouth or whatever, and say, man, I didn't want this, and boom, the car disappears that they're driving in, then I'd be like, yeah, okay. I'm in it for the ride, but them just reading it out of a book and then telling the audience, Oh, it's by a God, a trickster God. And, it, it was a bit of a, a leap between all right, tricks and lies. I I know they're on the same side of the coin, but I don't
0: know. It's right? The monkey's but, paw. Well, yeah. She does try it's to that.
2: explain the god, right? Cheating, and it's a trickster, yeah. a liar, deceit. It, gods yeah. are complicated. They have all sorts of this wide range of powers. So, but, but look at maybe that. Maybe it's getting
1: at that. But, in a but look part. at that. Okay, starting with cheating. <laughs> but you need to be true, but not lying and tricks like I don't know. OK, can and I, I let me as I, know, listen, I get it theme. and I'm not I am
2: conceding that there are certainly narrative issues there. Again, this is a comic book movie here. Yeah. Can I ask a question on the flight thing or at least even more broadly Wonder Woman achieving the height of her powers here? And them showing it and just saying, F you, I'm gonna show it.
1: Was she <laughs> flying? That's one yeah, thing that was Well riding clear to me. air, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> looks like Superman to me. I thought she was Spider-Manning with clouds.
2: There was parts of it where she's riding the lightning, but then she sort of achieves. She does it lights. Yeah, yeah, she only does it once, but it's a great that's looking. It. I thought it was great looking. It was in the trailer.
1: all the time, yeah, it
0: was, You know, you talk about, like, the comic book movies and how this goes a little more comic-y, but it's like, well, they only do it once, and they just show it once, and then that's it. <laughs> and then I'm fine with, like, the deep and everything. At, yeah. But it definitely gets a little confusing where it's like, okay, as Cheetah goes stronger or as, you know, uh, Chris, or Chris Trevor, as Steve Trevor, you know, becomes a little bit more intact, is that why her powers are leaving? And it's just like, nope. It's just fading at their own pace for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, and that then- part is wonky. Yeah, and even Max Lord, like how he's bloody nose and stuff, all that stuff is sort of nonsensical there. But I do like, I do appreciate that Diana starts to get hurt and get cut and stuff. I think there's emotion with that also. Uh,
1: another thing: How do they all know that's only one wish? Like, uh, they got two Max- wishes yeah Max Trevor yeah he gave two wishes yeah. well, well one of the things like Kristen wake cheetah she comes in she's and she literally tells Max Lord but you only get one wish how did she know that like who told her that no how did they come to that that idea i i it's just like okay once Diana and Steve finds that out then everyone else knows or once the audience knows then that means all the, the characters in the movie know I, I, again it's just making logical leaps that I'm fine with at times, but you got to give me something. You got to throw me a bone just so that I can be like, okay, that kind of makes sense. There
2: there are aspects that are explained to you, but they're sort of short little dialogue quips or little bits of exposition that if you don't remember an hour and a half later, you may not really understand the logic here. Um, I don't know if I should credit it for that, for making audiences pay attention, or I should fault it for being so choppy and kind of weirdly edited. <laughs> uh, but I sort of, you know, I, I'm, I'm still okay with it because unlike you, Producer Ryan, even two and a half hours in, it's so colorful. It's so fu. you, I'm going for it. And I really just care about those two characters so much and like the villains enough that I was I was fine with it I really was it's not as good as the first one it does not need to be
0: I don't know if F you I'm going for it is you know the way to just like (laughs) yeah this is great F you I'm going for it but Invisible Jet fuck it you know what I mean listen in
2: 2016 I was one of those people that said there's no way this character works in a Zack Schneider universe on the big screen no chance she made it work you know what I mean and I still like just go for more of it a lasso of truth fine an Invisible Jet fine Riding Lightning fine man just fuck it what I'm saying (laughs) I think though,
1: all the things that I like. I don't care about that. That's fine. I like the the invisible jet. I like the lasso. I like her riding on lightning. I thought Cheetah was great. I love Max Lord. It's the in between. It's the things, those, the other stuff that are making this movie down. I I told you this movie has bits of gold in it, but there are things that I, I cannot. I I cannot. So you think the bad of, outweighs I mean, the good? Is that a fair question to ask? I don't think it. Uh, like I think it's a fine movie. It's it sucks that it falls short from the first one. So. Much much and possibly it could be expectations. Like I was definitely looking forward to this movie, all of COVID. And then when we finally get it, I'm not going to say that it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie at all. I think that the themes that that they put out there uh, work somewhat well. Uh I just think that there are too many of them and they could have done better to explain not not really explain, but just throw me a bone a little bit so that I can make a logical leap like that. Don't give me Do a ledge, you see see a ledge more to jump of this character. Don't right? just throw me out. What's that? Do you want to see more of this character? Which one? Wonder Woman. Yeah, of course. I think I think Wonder Woman's great. I, I just think the execution was done, was How done bad. How about you, Tyler?
0: <laughs> yeah, you no. Know, I want to see more of this character, but here's the thing. Like, you've got kind of, of course, a big jump from the first one into the second one, and there's a lot of stuff that I let go. You know, the last minute, you know, turning the invisible jet, you know, the whole continuity thing where she wasn't really training, but yet she was able to compete in that, you know, and even the whole, <laughs> you know, fancy armor too, where she's able to fly with the wings, but then she Cheetah's able to tear it apart in less than two seconds. I would have cheated on that you race know? too, by the way. Just <laughs> for the record. There is <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I think you can just kind of overlook and let go, and I do, and I think that's fine, and you can still have fun with this movie, but there's, I think people like this movie for the wrong reasons. This is just a traditional early 2000s comic movie, and with that being said, I think it needs a lot more work with the action the green screen was way too noticeable to where it's just, it looked like nothing was really happening. It really looked like that Gal Gadu was just pushing against something that wasn't even there. Or when she's, I was, running, like, I'm more, like she's running, I'm more and with play.
2: producer Ryan in that, like some of those action sequences I really liked and some of them I didn't, but I, I do, I do think that's not what it's good at. Yeah. What it's good at is the characters and the consequences and the moral choices and the arc not necessarily the narrative or the action sequences. So yeah, I can see yeah. that point and at least.
0: Pretty much that too, like where you're watching this for the characters and the consequences and everything, and that's fine. I don't really see how there's much of consequences in this movie, like at the end. I'm watching it, you know, for the characters. No Steve also, Trevor.
2: I don't think we're ever going to see Steve Trevor
0: again, and that's that's a little heartbreaking for you know, me. I like I'd that take guy. consequences more for the villains, but I, with this movie... I was definitely a little bit more anticipating better action because you know in the trailers and of course that's one downfall of the trailers they show riding lightning they show these really cool set pieces and everything and it's like that's just the movie you know the green yeah, screen you looks know but really I would there.
2: say Tyler just to push back a tiny bit on that remember uniquely this movie was delayed so many times that it just kept but giving you more and more yeah but it
0: I was...
1: don't know the
2: lightning we didn't see for a while it didn't yeah, come out I, right
1: away I do wish that they did more riding yeah lightning. and but I think. One- Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry. And just kind of a final thought on that too, where, you know, you watch these characters because they're so out of the world. Like, yeah, you got character perspective and yeah, you got great narrative that you can add in there. But, you know at the end of the day you want to see them do things that normal people can't and i don't know maybe that's a bad analogy because you know nobody can ride a lightning with a lasso whip you know <laughs> not yet at least and even still with the lasso of truth Speak she never she, ne- <laughs> she never uses the lasso of truth to compel somebody to tell the truth she uses it yeah. to show them the truth which apparently is a new thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i also think that they really relied heavily heavy on the lasso of truth it was it was like, in there
2: a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. It was barely yeah.
1: in the first one, and they were like, We need something to help plot, like, progress the plot. We'll have to use the lasso. They use it so much in this movie. I, I, don't, I don't know. Not to that's the <laughs>
2: What I would say is, like, in the first one, it's in there a tiny bit, and then it's in Justice League in a cute moment with Aquaman, and then, like, You know, this one, I don't know if she's just F, go for it. It's part of Wonder Woman. We're going to use it a ton. It's kind of weird if they built the story around the lasso of truth or it was such a walking narrative that they went the (laughs) other way. You know, it's kind of confusing.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I really do think that if if they put this, like, contrast between the, the lies and deceit of this rock thing that was made by a certain god, and the lasso was made by the god of truth or whatever, and they had this dichotomy there, then that would have made it a lot better and, and like, showed that being true to yourself theme a little bit more, as well as allowed them to... Rely heavily on the lasso, but they didn't. They didn't go that route. Instead, they decided to focus on this armor that was only in the movie for like five minutes and it gets ripped apart. Like, and who would have thought that gold was so soft? Really.
0: (laughs) So, my my kind of final thoughts on this movie. Like, there's a lot that I let go, but I do I do enjoy this movie. Like, I do like it, and it's just you have such a kind of big difference in tone where you have you know Wonder Woman the first one where she's in World War One. And then into this, where it's 1984. And this definitely feels like, you know, your more early 2000s comic movie, but it also feels like. This could be a TV episode of a Wonder Woman cartoon show, like the, <laughs> the storyline. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. You know, and I don't know—is
2: that good or bad? It's hard to—it's
0: hard for me to really decide if that's good or bad. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's a kind of a good way to go because, you know, of course, I'm a cartoon guy. I love those cartoons. Little Thundercats. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you looking for the cat butthole, just like in cats? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know what I, oh, yeah. <laughs> right,
1: I was. I like, was moving so
0: quickly (laughs) pause it damn it i'm missing it so so but it does it's just that and maybe that's why it's such a huge tone shift from the first you know the first wonder woman where you have a war film essentially into this where it's definitely more comic booky and it's definitely more it feels like something from a tv plot line and so I don't think there's anything wrong with that for any future Wonder Woman movies or even her like rejoining the Snyderverse, whatever it is. I would like to see another bigger villain she can go against, although I do like Max Lord. I'm curious to see how she's going to hold up against Darkseid and so on, you know, just those bigger villains. And that's why I want to see her go against is those bigger villains and bigger, better action yeah, pieces. Yeah, I think maybe if,
2: if they keep with the, uh, the Justice League uh, group films or, you know, big mashups that they're going to do, presumably, let her be darker in those and let her have her own thing in her individual series. Yeah, and
0: I'm fine with that because even though... There's a lot that I'd let go of this movie. I don't think it's bad. I'm going to give it whatever my normal ratings are now six and a half. I yeah, don't six and I, a half. Yeah, I like don't, it. Yeah, there you go. That's normal now. Yeah. So from seven to six and a
2: half. But I. <laughs> Any I, fine movie that you should watch is a six or six, six and, and a half. half. That's, I that's get, pretty much how goes. the <laughs> <shopping> <laughs> scale Stop now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <none laughs> <person. laughs> Who's asking you? So,
0: yeah. There's definitely a lot of weird things that kind of happen where it's like that doesn't really make sense from the first one or so on. But. I think you can rewatch this. I think you can watch this to have fun, but there are some issues. What like, super hot is. lady likes Ascot's?
2: Is there one out there in the world? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's that's very sub- suspect.
1: <laughs> okay, so let me preface this. I don't think it's a bad movie, all right? There are... Moments that I really enjoy. There's gold in this movie that I really like the Max Lord character. I love the relationship between Steve and Diana. They built it up really well. I thought Kristen Rigg was great. I thought her character building up into Cheetah was awesome. But. Then I didn't like her motivations. I I, I thought that that started to fall apart. And then at the very end, it was very anticlimactic and you don't get any closure with her character. Like we didn't really talk about Cheetah because honestly, she seemed a bit of an afterthought after the second act because... She brought about this comedy, this air to her, very similar to like, you know, Christian Wig is is an amazing comedian, and she brought this energy with her that I really like. Still pretty with the
2: glasses on. That's another flaw, but that's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that personality gets lost in the middle of the second act to the third act. Yeah. You don't think she was miscast, do you? No, not at all. I don't think she's miscast. I just think that the the way that they did the Cheetah character at the end was the detriment of uh, her overall character. But I thought she was great uh, with the setup. Also, another thing, the thing that she spells out, like I I hated this. Another thing that the movie just kind of tells the audience, like the monkey paw thing, when they're fighting in the White House and Diana has to spell out to the audience what did you lose? You lost your humanity. You lost your your kindness. Why do you have to tell that to, to us? Kind of yeah. like it, it, it is certain things. Certain things that that kind of
2: that's the Saturday morning cartoon aspect. Yeah, of.
1: exactly, exactly. There's certain things that I didn't like in this movie. It didn't drop the movie down as a whole, but it, it still it affected my scoring. And I'm going to give it a six, whether it's a Shawshank scale or my scale. Watch it. It's it's yeah, gonna... producer
2: Ryan falling for the scale <laughs> too. Here, I mean, you know, it's a smart scale. Just say it out <laughs> loud. I did a great job with it.
1: I don't know, even in my <laughs> (laughs) I think six is pretty low, but um, if you get free, if you're uh, mooching off of one of your friends for HBO Max, go for it, man. But I'm not going to drop $15 to watch this movie in the theaters, especially with COVID.
2: So for me, look, I think it's a pretty impressive cinematic uh, superhero sort of experience, right? I think that as a whole, it works and you're having a good time, even though there are problems that exist with it. Two I would have had hours,
1: Nick. Right, I get mean, it. I get it. I get it and and I've and already said it.
2: it should have been edited down a little cleaner. Maybe a little. It could have been a little bit tighter. But the lessons, the way she just sort of Patty Jenkins, who I, I've always liked. Um, just goes for certain things, and I'm okay with it. I'm shocked. If you told me five years ago I'd be okay with an invisible jet and Wonder Woman flying around, I'd be like, no friggin' way. But I just accept it because I care about the character, and I think that is the most important piece. It doesn't have no man's land like the first Wonder Woman. It's not as good as the first Wonder Woman, but it doesn't have to be. How many sequels are better than the first one? There's not that many Empire Strikes Back or Godfather twos out there. So I think the hate, at least, I I sort of poo-poo that stuff and think it's nonsensical. It's mm. better than Justice League. It's better than BVS. It's better than a lot of DC films, better than Aquaman. I give it a six and a half. And I do think there's some room to grow there. I do think I will go back to it. Although I, I know that at least on the first watch, some of those flaws, they're not going to get better. I think Patty Jenkins should do the next one. And I'm a little concerned about her Star Wars movie, maybe a little bit more so than before I saw this. But I still think she's somebody who could shepherd the DC universe. And I like her version of it better than Schneider's. So six and a half for me on the Shawshank scale.
0: That's why you're so on board because we had the same ratings. (laughs) (laughs) Look
2: at this, simpatico.
0: (laughs) All right. So one last thing before I move on. And we didn't really talk too much about it, but the cheetah design, did you like it or no? I wasn't too fan. I was a fan of it, except for the face. The face needed a little bit of work with her cheetah design. That's pretty much the
2: one flaw. The zoom in on the face uh, was a little bit obnoxious, but overall, the overall design, and I think if they kept it in the long shot a little bit longer, I would have liked it even more. We didn't get the fight scene that we wanted, but the design,
0: I was okay with it. That's why I hope we see more.
1: Did she get naked?
0: Was she, was uh, she uh, was, I think she was. Think it's so, weird. Yeah. It's like she she's, she's pretty much naked, but she's in fur and everything. Way but, to be creepy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not me, man. First of all, she made the wish when she was on the chopper, and she true. didn't transform until uh, until like hours later.
2: Well, doesn't it take time? In the first wishes, they took a little time. Maybe I don't uh, know. If that's because they didn't figure yeah. it out or what. It, like it even Barbara, when, Barbara's powers don't come to fruition right away. It's a little bit of an evolution. Big, when that
1: big when that big wall around the entire City came up, that was instantaneous. Yeah, you're right. That was
0: pretty. <laughs> I will, yeah, that was
2: pretty crazy. Yeah, I will say the uh, the idea that Barbara finds out that Diana's Wonder Woman through that process was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Her experience, her playing around with the po- her powers. I I wish they did more of that and less yeah. of the fish out of the water. Her like lifting the weights. I thought that was funny. If she went a little further and like picked up a dude or something like that, then that would be crazy. I
2: miss those '80s workout vid- uh, outfits.
0: I did. Oh man, now who's being creepy. <laughs> you can Nick? still wear them, Nick. That's fine. My- <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I wish to be an '80s ex- predator, specifically a cheetah. <laughs>
2: We should move on. (laughs)
0: All right. Uh, So we're going to move on to our next segment, recommendations. Is there anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend?
2: Okay, so I'll go first here. I saw a couple things good and bad on Netflix. Kind of sadly, I saw Midnight Sky, the George Clooney movie on Netflix. I didn't think it was that great. I think it's kind of a derivative storyline, and I didn't love it. But on the other side, I saw Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's the last performance of Chadwick Boseman. It's about jazz essentially at the turn of the 20s. It's a really, really good performance. Um, I don't know that it's for everybody. I think it's August Wilson who wrote the play. Um, It's a tough first hour, but if you can hang and get to the ending, it's got a lot of heart, a lot of emotion, and it's a fitting performance for him. And I'll quickly recommend one podcast because we complain about this stuff all the time. Rotten Tomatoes has a podcast called Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong, (laughs) Mm. which I think is great. And one of their episodes is BBS, so I highly recommend that.
1: Interesting. Uh, For myself, I finally watched Incredibles 2 and man... That is a great movie. It's good. Yeah. Almost as good as the first one. Really close. But watching it now as a parent, man, it it, it just hits you pretty hard. Or, there's a lot of things that I relate to in this movie. I really enjoyed it. Thought it was really fun. If you haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? Check it out.
0: Oh, man. Just, just wait until you watch Onward. Onward's going to fuck you oh, up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Onward. Yeah. Onward will fuck you up so good. Oh, it's, man. Yeah.
1: That's the anybody- <laughs> thing. See
2: Soul. I no, keep hearing good so, things about Soul. Okay,
0: so I hear these good things about these Pixar movies, but I don't know what it is. But they have just been messing me up emotionally, and it's yeah. always like, "Are you going to be good?" It, but oh my god, it's like, "Can I handle, handle watching that?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, man, they really mess you up. They're good movies, don't get me wrong, but they really mess you up. Um, I was re-watching some Silicon Valley, and what a good show. So easy, good. Yeah, yeah, easy to so watch, good. great writing. Mike Judge is amazing. Um, and I hate to say it, but TJ Miller is so good in it. I know he went crazy and everything. Good, but the last but season's fine without it. him. It, it's not yeah. like
2: you miss him and they reference him. If you don't have him in the beginning, you can't pay that stuff yeah. off at the last season. But yeah, obviously it's, it's at its peak with him.
0: My my secret favorite character has got to be Jin Yang. He is Gilfoyle. He's great too. is great too. is <laughs> great. Um, but next episode, we're going to be doing WandaVision. So which will be All dropping right. the 15th. So our next episode will be dropping on that Monday. And we'll be covering however many episodes come out. Usually I think it's either one or they might drop like two or three three in the beginning so i hope we we'll get see. two i, I kind of hope we get two and yeah no more. two would be nice because i think they're only going to be like an hour a piece or about 45 minutes a piece i think so not too but, bad
1: but tyler that's that's in two weeks that
0: is in two weeks so we made a change we're going to be doing a podcast episode every other week so we can give you guys Lead a break the from people my wanting more yeah. Unless and we fired something... producer Ryan. Did we tell him <laughs> yeah. yet? You didn't tell
2: him yet? Oh, okay. Oh, no, not yet.
1: <laughs> Fight me.
2: <laughs> Let me make a wish
0: first. <laughs> no, we're making cutbacks. Fight me. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> but uh, unless something big hits our radar or we have a theme month or if you're you saying fans... we're going to
2: set rules up and then break them, I don't believe it. Exactly. <laughs> if the
1: fans, if the fans, if you pay for it, we'll, we'll make an episode every week you just gotta pay
0: (laughs) gotta pay Gotta pay for that stuff good touch anyways (laughs) uh, where can we find you at Ryan?
1: hey if you like listening to my voice and apparently they're going to fire me so you may want to check out Dragon Questicles you can find us on Spotify, iTunes or wherever you download podcasts if you just want to follow me you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ryan underscore dot com that's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M
2: you can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies of all time, top 10 movies of the year. You can read my Wonder Woman 1984 review. I will link the podcast at the end. East to West with Nick and Rob, wherever you listen
0: to podcasts. And we're Talking Flick. You can always catch us over on Twitter at flick underscore talking. And if you really like us, you can leave a rating review, whatever podcast if app you listen to. Go you're
2: going to
0: rate us, relax. Of course, Apple and <laughs> Spotify are the big one. <laughs> Uh, We also have Patreon. Can donate any amount of money and get access to other content. So if you miss us for that extra week, you can Patreon. will take a dreamstone, right? Yeah, take take a (laughs) dreamstone. Fine.
2: How did he know he could become the Dreamstone? That's fine. You yeah. can wish for yeah. anything. I,
1: how did he know that? I don't know. I guess, yeah, that, that's the one thing I'm curious. Why did how he become he a rock? That, but... <laughs>
0: yeah. You and, mean like Dwayne Johnson or like <laughs> that an would actual have been Saturday
1: morning cartoon? <laughs> and why was there Latin on the outside, but then the yeah. language of the god on the I inside? I had a question about that thing. too. <laughs> <right>? I think
2: <raised laughs> it's trick. I took a sip of scotch <laughs> when I saw that. Like that, the continuity is kind <laughs> of wonky there.
1: Hey. That was Talking Flick, and we'll talk at you next week.
2: Greatness is not what you think, Patty Jenkins. Simple shift of the weights, Linda Carter at the end. So. <laughs> also, oh yeah, Oh, also, I
0: like that. Oh, I like that closing I
2: scene. I like that also. I really like Like a cogent callback. That was a useful end credit scene.
1: Now, do you think they added the whole Christmas happy holiday scene because it was coming out on Christmas? Oh, we
2: didn't even talk about it if it's a Christmas movie. I say <laughs> yeah, yes. It's a, it's a Hallmark.
0: It's a Hallmark Christmas ending. The Christmas do wish. They, do you think they
1: <laughs> added that because it was extended for so long or that it was in the original cut?
0: Um, I think they added that. That seems like yeah. such a simple ad they yeah, could do real quick. So that's why I think like yeah, it. it's just Christmas <laughs> everywhere. You get that guy who's probably broke because he was just in Wonder Woman for two seconds. Yeah, that, that's a simple <laughs> ad. in. Like Yeah, he was in Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pass that's shot. the joke. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good night.
2: Uh, <laughs>